Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Axing the Future. I'm your host Axel. In today's episode, you'll be hearing from Chris, otherwise known as CK Creative, who's a graphic designer from Melbourne, Australia. Welcome, Chris. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. It's awesome to have you on, I guess. Um, I, I always figure out a way to start. When I start things off, it's always incredibly awkward. I don't know. I have this <laughs> talent of making awkward things at the start. Well, you've got to get started somehow. And um, I guess introducing and then, you know, finding a way to get into the topics is, is probably a difficult thing to do, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, we'll start off. Tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. So... Uh, my name's Chris. Uh, as you introduced, I'm a graphic designer. Uh, I'm based in Melbourne. Uh, I'm 21 years of age and yeah, born and raised in, in Australia. I've started doing graphic design around uh, year 10 when I was studying it at school. And then I found a passion for it and just uh, kept doing it up until university. I'm now third year uni and uh, I've had quite the journey with, with graphic design. It's been very interesting. Interesting. Um, geez, I love, I love like you see people on Instagram and whatever, but then when you, when you start to like hear them actually speak about it, your interest widens so much. Or it, it's, if that makes sense, does that make sense? Yeah, like you see people doing what they're doing in terms of their um their industry and their passion and and because obviously, uh, you know, you're looking at social media so much and you see that so often, uh, looking, looking at someone and doing something just becomes a little bit oversaturated and the actual um, value and the substance of, of them enjoying what they're doing, kind of, you kind of lose that. But when you talk to someone about it, it kind of makes you realize that, you know, this is really something that they enjoy doing. Is that what you kind of mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that's pretty much spot on. Um, let's get back to the questions. Why did you start graphic design? Uh, so... I like growing up was quite into art, but I wouldn't say like I was an artist, you know, I, uh, I was also quite sporty. I was quite into computer games as well, which definitely played a role later down the track. Uh, but I did like drawing and I did like creating things, especially with my hands. Um, and so when I came across uh, uh, visual communication design, otherwise known as VCD in year 10, uh, I instantly found a, a, a like a attraction towards uh, the graphic side of things making making you know objects and illustrations with your hands but also the technology side of things being able to be on a computer software uh, being in front of a screen and actually combining everything and it just made perfect sense which was um which was really good plus I was actually not that smart at anything else uh, I'll tell you, maths, English, science, it just wasn't my forte. I couldn't do it. And so I kind of just played to my strengths. And uh, yeah, once I found that, I just loved it so much. Went to the library every single day. I was teaching myself my the software. So I got quite ahead of the game. And then I started freelancing uh, just before I left year 12 and, and uh, started my Instagram shortly after that. Yeah. Well, um, that's interesting. <clears throat> so you were... You were very dedicated, I guess, by year 10, at year 10 to, to really start becoming a graphic designer. Yeah, I didn't know that I wanted to become a graphic designer. I knew that I was interested in graphic design more than anything else. And so, you know, when you when you speak to your uh, counseling uh, careers counselor, which is like someone who uh, kind of directs you uh, into what uni courses you go into and they kind of set you up for what industry you're going to work in later down the track. They're like, they're speaking to me and they say, well, what do you enjoy the most and where can you see yourself? And graphic design was kind of 
graphic design was the only thing that kind of seemed possible to me everything because everything else just wasn't uh, feasible um, just because I just wasn't interested and I'm the kind of person that just if I'm interested in something I'll do it well um, if I don't want to do something then I'm just not going to do it at all or or at a high standard so um, yeah I, year 10 uh, to year 11 I was like this is awesome I want to pursue it and then when I started freelancing and, and figured out ways to make money out of it uh, that's when I was kind of like all right let's become a graphic designer so um, yeah I went to uni and studied it interesting um What's your, what do you think, in your opinion, makes a good graphic designer? Um, that's a good question. It's such an ambiguous industry and field because it's all about creativity. Now, one person can think or create something that they think is amazing and other people uh, might not think the same thing. And that doesn't mean one person's right and one person's wrong. Um, that because creativity is, you know, up to opinion. So um, I think there are a few fundamentals that are applied to design. Um, when I was in year 11 studying it, uh, there's things called design elements and design principles. Uh, and that kind of plays around a lot of key concepts like color, balance, hierarchy, um, a lot of those fundamentals that if you apply them to your designs, uh, just like photography, you know, learning how to deal with contrast and exposure, um, foreground, background. Um, if you apply all of that, you're probably going to get a good, decent photo. Uh, same goes with design. Uh, if you apply the fundamentals, you'll probably come up with some uh, reasonable, cohesive design. Uh, and then there's the other thing of creativity, uh, which what makes a good graphic design in that regard? Well, it's really hard to answer. I'd probably say being unique having your own sense of style is really really impressive just from a creative field um, but being able to come up with any form of design based on what your client's giving you uh, is a skill in itself and i feel like if you're a good graphic designer you'll be able to interpret someone else's brief uh, whatever it may be and turn it into a really really good cohesive piece of design um, so that's probably what i what i reckon a good graphic designer would be Oh, yeah, so, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm, I find, like I said at the start, I'm just so awkward. Like when someone finishes a question, That's all right. I do not know what to reply. So That's all right. Think about if I, if I Sorry, go on. Um, if, I, if I feel really awkward, it's because I've, de I've taken it in and everything, but I'm, I'm just really awkward with replying. No, that's reason. okay. Don't stress at all. It's more of a conversation. So if you feel like, uh, you know, you have a thought or something, hold on to that thought and then bring it up whilst whilst I'm talking, you know? Yeah, I'm liking, I'm liking the tips. This is almost like I'm on your podcast, which I really <laughs> like. It's, it's kind of nice. You're like, I guess it, we're really kind of getting into a conversation instead of a, a podcast. I love it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I've been on a couple of podcasts before with the boys and like something that you, you kind of learn when you're, as, as you grow up is um, just conversation and how to communicate and discuss topics, uh, you know, butt in at times and, and provide your opinion whilst also letting us, letting someone else talk and um, provide your opinion based on what they've said afterwards. And, and that is a skill in itself. And that is something that you will, you will learn. Um, and I'm sure very quickly, if you do, if, if you do more of this hundred percent. Yeah. Um, all right, next question. Um, where do you mainly, as in mainly, as in, where do you often get your inspiration from to make graphic design um, stuff? 
I, I, I usually use a couple of uh, uh, platforms on the internet. Now, Pinterest is great because it has a lot, a lot of different um, images of, of a wide variety of anything, honestly. Uh, and if you click on one thing on Pinterest, it's going to bring up a whole, you know, variety of pages of that one specific like image uh, that you clicked on. And so it's really good for kind of branching into different areas. If you see something you like, you click on that and then it opens up a whole lot of a similar thing. Uh, I also use a, another platform called Dribble, which is um, a platform basically made for graphic designers and only vector art really gets posted to that. So it's really cool to see people's illustrations, but also uh, people's professional work as well. Um, and then you've got a few other platforms like Behance, which I don't really use too much. Uh, there's Reddit, um, and sometimes I'll go on Google Images if I'm really stuck. But yeah, I like to look at other people's work. Uh, this is in terms of like if I'm really stuck with what to create, um, and and then I'll kind of jump on my own uh, Illustrator document and and just go from there. Inspiration's a tricky one though, to be honest. Yeah. Do you do you find that you kind of grasp or get information from someone particular, or are you the type of guy that often you know, is doesn't, you know, like very original. You know um, I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I don't, I don't really have any graphic designers that I aspire towards. Um, but just purely because I'm not that kind of person to just idolize other people in that kind of way. Like, you know, like I, I love soccer, but I don't really have a favorite soccer player. Um, and even though I love graphic design, yeah, I've never really searched up, you know, the forefront uh, designers of, of the 20th century or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, I really look up to my friends like Hayden and Mike and Liam and just in terms of creativity, they are my friendship group that um, obviously do the most creative stuff and run their own social media pages. And so I do draw a lot of inspiration from them. However, they don't do graphic design, so I can't really see an artwork from them in terms of illustrations and be like, oh, that's cool, let's recreate that or do something similar. Uh, but in saying that, uh, their photography definitely inspires me, like how they always uh, branch out and look for something new and exciting and innovative. Um, that's, that in itself is inspiring and makes me want to kind of aim towards doing that. Yeah. Um, do, like talking about the boys and, you know, Hayden, Mike, Liam, Lamon. Um, do mm -hmm. do you ever teach them vector art, or like, do they ever teach you photography or anything um, like that? Good question. I I know that they are interested in it. Uh, they've never come to me and said, "Hey, I really want to learn Illustrator." Uh, you know, could you please teach me? And I've told them multiple times if they ever wanted me to just teach them the software, Adobe Illustrator. I could genuinely teach them in like a day. They could just come over. I could teach them all of the basic fundamentals and that's all they'd need to know uh, for whatever they wanted to do. But they've just never reached out for that, probably because they know how to use Photoshop, which means that they probably know that that allows them to do whatever they need to do because they're photographers and they play to their strengths, which is Adobe Lightroom and photography. So they've, they haven't really taught me too much about photography because I already knew how to use a camera uh, quite well before I met them and um, so so there's tips that they give me they've taught me a lot more about videography and how to be behind a camera uh, they've taught me a lot about Adobe Premiere um, 
and how to kind of tell a story and put a video together. Uh, they've definitely helped me in that regard. That's yeah. So you you got inspired by them to start a YouTube channel, right? Or yes. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. They inspired me to start my YouTube channel, um, which was awesome. Uh, not just them, but I also have another friend called Riley who does uh, gaming on YouTube, and he's um he's he's doing really well as well. And so like I I, I was surround at one point I was surrounded by a lot of uh, friends who were all doing YouTube now all of a sudden. And I just had an Instagram page, but I also felt like I was, um, you know, very capable of, of putting together a YouTube video. And, you know, I, I loved the idea of um, having an audience and having people that, you know, uh, are influenced by you in terms of the passion that you love so much. Like just seeing the boys put out challenges and um, competitions and having people get involved and build that community was just like so cool to watch. Um, and I kind of wanted to just, yeah, I wanted to create something like that, but I felt like I also had a niche, which was, uh, graphic design. And I, I think because it was quite niche, I was pretty determined and I am very determined to kind of, you know, create what they've created, but within the field of graphic design. Yeah. Um, so how did, how did you meet the boys? How did uh, you meet them? I, um, Actually, I was working in a place called Custom Promotions probably around three months, oh, yeah, yeah. Three months ago. Have you that. heard of it? Yeah, I've seen the YouTube videos and yeah, stuff. It's good. They they do like uh, uh, merchandise, custom custom merch for a lot of people and uh, they do printing and all that kind of stuff. And I was uh, working with them for about six months full time and I uh, it, it was good. It was great. Uh, and they actually introduced me to the boys because um, because they well the boys were getting their merchandise done around that same time. Hayden was actually the first person to come into the office and say, "Look, I'm I'm looking to start some merch." Uh, and because I was a graphic designer, he sat down with me and we put some designs together. Now, our that process took a long time just purely because Hayden wanted to get it right, and. Um, uh, which, which, was, which is awesome because, the, you know, the more time that we spent together going back and forth with designs, like I remember I, I went overseas for a period of time um, to visit a few countries and I was Skype calling him, at, at, you know, in the middle of the night uh, working on designs together and, um, you know, the whole prototype process, you know, we, you know, we started getting closer and as a result, I came on the photo shoots that they started doing for the merchandise and we kind of just built a really strong relationship there um, and obviously as a result of Hayden, Mike and Mike and Liam were also around. And so I had the opportunity to become close with them as well. And then Mike and Liam decided to do their merch. Um, and then they all launched within a pretty small amount of time. And by that point, we were, we were all pretty close. Um, I started my YouTube channel and yeah, we were friends. <laughs> I'd like to say we were friends. It was good. <laughs> yeah. And what were your dreams as a kid? Like what did you want to be when you grew up and what were some other dreams? Um, I wanted to be a soccer player for a long period of time. Like I've been playing soccer my whole life and I still play now, um, which is awesome and I love it. But that dream probably died around the age of like 16, 15, 16, just purely because like when you get to that age and you're not really going anywhere in terms of like, you know, you're either thinking about going overseas or like, you know, A-League teams are picking you up or whatever. Um you kind of just got to start thinking about something else. Um, 
And I, I clearly didn't want to be a soccer player hard enough because I wasn't putting in the amount of effort that you needed to put in to reach that goal. But um, I've always wanted to be very, like, I've always wanted to be successful in whatever I do. That, that's always been a pretty big goal of mine. So whatever I do, I, I, I want to, you know, see the ultimate success from it and um, just work really hard to achieve that goal. And then when I found graphic design, it was never an instant goal to be, you know, as I said before, a graphic designer. But um, the more I, the more I taught myself about it, the more I realized, like, holy moly, I'm, I'm actually passionate about this, and, um, and, and maybe this could be something potential. And then it became a goal of mine to grow an Instagram. Freelancing and the money side of things isn't, a, isn't a concern to me right now. But um, my goal now is to grow an audience and uh, teach as many people as I can about what I love doing and see if they love it as well. Nice. So you kind of want to be the, is your kind of goal in a way to ins- help inspire other people to yeah. go down that path in that way? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like seeing uh, the boys inspire people has made me want to inspire people. And like I yeah. know I've got, I've got so much value out of doing graphic design um just personally and i feel like there's a lot of other people out there that could benefit from it um yeah which is awesome yeah so that's why i do it that's my goal now yeah and i if you guys that are listening you guys have probably heard um the seventh era podcast which was last week's podcast and he said he wasn't much of a sporty kid nor were the boys you're obviously sound like a sporty kid but were there any other sports that you enjoyed outside of um soccer um yeah i was a very sporty kid growing up to be honest i wasn't really the most physical so like footy was just not a good idea when they introduced tackling but i was playing uh oz kick up until the probably the age of 13 and then i had to choose footy or soccer and then i played soccer quite competitively up until well now really uh but like going to i went to corfu grammar and so it was an aps school and they yeah. had a, uh, a lot of different um, sport categories that you could choose each semester. And I remember I did volleyball. I uh, wasn't the tallest, but um, I, was, I was still pretty athletic. And so I was pretty good at that. Uh, I did squad swimming. Um, uh, I'm pretty good at ping pong, not going to lie. Uh, decent at pool. Um, uh, I'm, I'm pretty quick, not going to lie. I did athletics for a long period of time and 100 meter, 200 meter sprints were were awesome. Um, obviously, like wasn't was never the best at any of these, but like I was competitive, and yeah, like um, yeah, like and 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 no, I like I like being fit. And nowadays, I like I go to the gym, and the soccer season's not happening anymore because of coronavirus. But um, I like to I like to work out, go to the park, pull ups and and push ups, and you know, kind of stay healthy. It's good. I like that, and so keeping fitness at the same time of doing all these other things. That's a I reckon that's a good lesson people can learn when they're so in a, a job which often requires you you know sitting in front of a desk to get exercise yep. is also really really important oh 100 percent. i'm in front of my desk for majority of the day and i'm sitting in one chair especially now that i'm you know i'm not training for soccer but beforehand the that break of just going uh to the down to the club training twice a week playing on the weekends um was one is really healthy physically but two mentally that competitive edge like when you're playing 90 minutes of soccer uh your only focus is 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 to play soccer you know what i mean you're thinking about who am i going to pass the ball to how can i push forward there's so many different tactics that you just and everything else is zoned out and it's just so like you don't you don't actually feel like 
oh, this, that was refreshing. That was that was awesome. But when you look back on it, you're like, wow, I missed that. I missed that competitive edge. I missed that that fitness. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah definitely important. So you still play soccer for a club? Yeah, so I play a part of a club called um, East Brighton. Uh, we've actually just merged with uh, a, a team called Hampton. Hampton right? Yeah. So, do you, what area do you um, are you around in Melbourne? I live in Albert Park, and I play my footy and cricket, which are my two main sports for South Melbourne. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, South Melbourne was a pretty competitive uh, soccer club team as well. But I, I'm like kind of more east side, so I've got um. Uh, I, I, yeah, I play at Dendy Park. Do you know Dendy Park? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I play. I, we train at Dendy Park, and um, and uh, and yeah, we I've been playing there for about four years now. It's not like it's not like the highest level. We were state league five. Now we're state league three, looking to get promoted. Hopefully, well, we were this year before everything, um, went bad. But uh, but uh, but yeah, but I've been playing there for a while, and we've just merged with Hampton Juniors. So now our club's growing quite significantly. We just took on board about seven hundred junior players because of the merger, which is actually quite interesting because I did the rebrand for that whole club. Yeah, um, I saw on your Instagram. Yeah, which is pretty cool, you know, like being able to rebrand your soccer club. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where I play soccer. It's good. All the boys are great. Nice. Um, do what? What position do you play? I uh, play on the wing, so right wing. Um, before I mentioned, I was kind of quick, so uh, I get posi- yeah, I get put on the right wing, a little bit nimble, and I and my coach loves uh, to tell me to really just attack the goal whenever I get the chance, and um, always drive inwards. So uh, that's my that's my position. Sometimes I I get dropped back to right back um, if need be, but yeah, I'm always tend to be on the right. If we want to mix it up, we put me on the left so that I could cut in with my right foot. But um. Yeah, either wing is usually my forte. So a bit of a bit of a messy. Yeah, definitely not a messy okay. at all. Um, but like my 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 um my like dribbling skills is is not too bad. Just being able to play the game for so long, you kind of just like just pick it up. You just learn. I played I played for yeah, as I said, probably since I was seven. Jeez, um, yeah, nice. It's good. Nice long career yeah. <laughs> so far. Um. <laughs> If this is back to kind of the graphic design side, yeah. If you could um give yourself advice, if you could go to t- your twelve year old self mm-hmm. and give yourself some advice, what would it be? Um, uh, it's a good question. Honestly, uh, I would tell myself to not play computer games. Uh, full stop. Because like I used to love computer games, and there was a point in time where I actually was like quite addicted to them. Um, I used to play a lot of Call of Duty. Started off being Minecraft, then transitioned into Call of Duty, and then I started playing League of Legends. Have you ever heard of that game? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, League of Legends. I played that for five years, and that just completely consumed my life. And now I'm not saying I didn't enjoy doing that at all. It was fun while I was playing it, but now that I'm 20 or 21. Um, or even back when I was like 19, that's kind of when I stopped playing games. I looked back and I was like, what have I achieved? And it was, the answer was absolutely nothing. Um, and so what I would give advice to myself is to pick something up that you enjoy doing, um, and, and try your best to turn that passion and enjoyment into something else. So even if that is games, like, like if you do genuinely love games and your parents support it, mine didn't, uh, 
start streaming, even if it's from a young age, start streaming, build yourself a brand and, and just get yourself out there. At least that way you're trying to kill two birds with one stone. And that's what I did with graphic design. Um, I love doing it and I found a way to turn it into money, but also found a way to turn it into um, an audience and social media. And because I love it, um, I'm not wasting any time at all. So, yeah. Yep. Um, do, if, do you have any tips for people that want to go down the graphic design path? Um, I'm a bit left to center in terms of like how everyone, how everyone usually goes down and becomes a graphic designer. Like everybody usually just does visual communication design. They build up a folio and then they, and then they essentially go to university. They study for about three years. They get their degree and they uh, slot right into you know the graphic design industry, which is fine. Uh, but I didn't go down that path. I jumped ahead of the game because I taught myself the software really early on. And then I started uh, making things for friends just for free, uh, just logos, um, T-shirt designs. And then I started actually charging a little bit of money for it. And that started growing. Uh, whilst I was also making illustrations and then all of a sudden something was happening and I'm still you know first year uni second year uni where they're teaching us how to use the software properly and I'm like well well like, what am I doing here you know what I mean and so I wouldn't I would honestly suggest if you really really love graphic design teach yourself how to do it become a freelancer because it's so easy put an ad out on Gumtree uh, get yourself out there pick up whatever work you possibly can and just build yourself like that. That's if you love it that much. If you just if you're kind of umming and ahhing about what you want to do and you're interested in graphic design, I'd probably just suggest to just go do your degree, um, do it kind of like by the books, and get your get your degree and then and then jump into the industry. But um, I would I would advise against that. But and then you probably ask me why am I still studying then? Well, I don't really have a choice. My parents are just kind of like you have to get your piece of paper. So that's my situation. Yeah. So. Do you, do you see yourself working for like a specific company for graphic design or do you always want to go down the kind of freelance um, path? Yeah, another good question. I currently right now, I am picturing myself, uh, so I'm studying part-time. I'm in my third year, but uh, what I have to do is basically study nine more subjects, including, so eight more subjects and... I can only study six during a whole year, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do another year and a bit. If I wanted to finish this year, I could study during the summer uh, and then finish my degree. But that is just too much work. I studied full time last year and I work full time. And guess what happened? CK took a massive hit. I wasn't posting for over six months. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. It was it wasn't good. I didn't enjoy it, and and so I made a change. I'm now studying part time. Um, and I'm just kind of getting by just with the freelance work that I'm doing. And um, uh, sorry, what was actually the original question? I'm just going to tie it back. Any tips for graphic designers? Uh, was that it? That was the, that no, was the before I, one, sorry. Yeah, I asked. I actually can't remember. That was a freelance one that wasn't on paper. Oh, yeah. You said, you said, you said, um, you said, uh, are you planning on working for a company? So, yeah, yep. because because of all of that, I because I'm going to get my degree, I will eventually utilize it to work for a company, and um, and I think that's important because when you work on your own for so long, especially when you're creative, you kind of just fall into habit with the you know routine that you're uh, constantly doing and and your kind of own style. 
But when you work with other people, they can teach you what they know and you can kind of build off them and work with them, which I think is really important. But I don't want to go and work for someone else until I have to. Maybe like I move out of home and I need uh, obviously consistent income uh, or until I feel like I need that experience. Right now, whilst I'm living at home, I've got no costs uh, and I've got a lot of time. I really want to push social media because if that blows up and that works out really well and I can sustain myself of that, then that is the ideal uh, scenario for me. Yeah, um, I, I like that kind of wanting to solo for a bit. That's a that's an approach I like. Um, we got one more question before we move into kind of our last subject. Oh, good. Um, do you have any plans for the future, like the near future on social media or? Um. Stuff. yeah so so plans what, what am i planning i'm always kind of uh subliminally planning stuff uh in the back of my head but uh i've just started a new feed so i've been doing this kind of rainbow feed for a while now probably like around a year and a half and it's been awesome uh everybody's been really enjoying the vector art that i've been making uh however a lot of it's been really really detailed and time consuming and so you know the one thing i've learned with social media is you need to be posting consistently and you need to be posting quality content. Now, quality content isn't defined by uh, how detailed or how many hours you spend on your work. Some people don't even realize or appreciate the detail that you put into it, what I've, what I've come to realize. And so I'm starting a new feed. I'm going to be uh, not limiting myself to one specific style or artwork. Um, and I'm going to be basically uh, allowing myself to create whatever I want on Instagram and YouTube. And they're going to... Um, they're going to be compatible perfectly. So my idea is whatever I uh, make on YouTube, whether I'm doing logo reviews um, of my followers, um, I'm going to be able to take those logos that say I change up a few things. I'm going to be able to post those onto my Instagram and be like, hey guys, just posted a new video. Uh, I, I reviewed This time I, I reviewed your logos. Come over and have a look. And uh, even though it's not specific to what I was doing before, like Vector Art, it's I can post whatever I want now. You know what I mean? And that's how I'm going to yeah. grow. That's how I want to grow. So consistency. Awesome. Um, so that's it for the for the questions. Oh, not really, but kind of. Um, so I have this thing that I kind of want to make mine on, on um, like, I guess, podcasts. Um, and it's basically I have a virtual spin the wheel. Yeah. I'm going to spin the wheel some interesting questions. They're going to be Pretty quick fire questions. Perfect. Let's do There's it. About ten, I want to get through. So, yep. uh, let's go. Let's get straight to it. The first question is: Who are your favorite, or who is your favorite graphic designer? Um, me. <laughs> I don't know anyone else. Actually, actually, wait, I'll take that back. Uh, there's a few people on Instagram that I really like. There's a guy called Kiki Artworks, which is fantastic. Um, and a new designer who's just started doing some minimal stuff called at Jiva underscore Designs. Really minimal work. I like it. So you're not a you're not a big guy for um like kind of following the graphic design nah. world on Instagram and stuff. Nah, not at all. I just do what I, I want like to doing. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Now, that. I don't know if you're similar to Liam, but do you like smoothies? Uh, sometimes not really. I'm usually just creating work to be honest. Okay, but because I got what is your favorite smoothie? It's just a really random question. Oh, it's smoothie. I thought you said movie. Um. Oh. Uh, smoothies. I yeah. love, um, do you know Boost Juice? Yeah, of course. I really, I, I, my, I, the owner of Boost Juice might be coming on my podcast. He's one of my mom's best friends. Oh, really? Janine? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I know Janine. One of, one of my mates is, my best mate is the son of Janine. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that, that's funny. I can links. help you up there, connections. Um, but yeah, now my favorite smoothie, probably um, uh, All Berry Bang. Uh, where they put all the, all, the, all the berries into one smoothie, like strawberries, blueberries, and mango. I love mango. Mango magic, actually. That's so good. Yeah, same here. That's my, my favorite when I, when I got a boost. It is really um, good. What is your favorite piece of art? It could be vector art, could be anything graphic design that you've ever made. Ooh, I've made some pretty cool things in my opinion. Uh, the cheetah uh, that I made probably like halfway down the feed is definitely a point turning point in my graphic design art because of the first time that I made uh, something that had fur on it, um, something different to skin. And I realized that you could actually depict different kind of materials um, and surfaces and direction with the shape and movement of your artwork, so of, your, of your shapes. And that kind of, uh, yeah, kind of, that definitely changed the artwork that I made later on the track and my style. Yep. Well, it's, yeah, I like that. I think I'm looking at it now. I hope, I hope I've got the wrong one, but it, it looks really nice. Thank you very much. It's like a cheetah, cheetah leopard. Yeah. What, um, next question, what is your favourite city? Uh, I'd have to say Melbourne or or New York, but I don't even think, it, I don't think it beats Melbourne. Like, New York was pretty cool, it was pretty busy, but I don't think I could live there. Uh, America was also interesting at the same time, but Melbourne genuinely has everything. Like, you you go three hours uh, to Mount Buller, you can go skiing, you go, you know, one and a half hours, two hours down the coast. You've got, you know, some of the best surf beaches in the world, an amazing coastline. You go inland, you've got huge trees and forests and waterfalls. And then, you know, we've got the beach right at our doorstep. The city's um, extremely developed uh, and, you know, there's not that much crime. Like I can walk to my mate's houses. I can ride basically anywhere. And uh, yeah, it's, it is so livable. Um, Melbourne is definitely a good city to be in. We're so lucky. I think it's been in like the last five years named four times, four out of the five, like the the world's most livable city. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. It's it's genuinely like like we take it for granted because we've grown up here. But like when you look at other countries um, and other areas, you're like, oh, like I don't know. Like if I could if I could do that, you're so used to living in a place that's just so so easy to just live in. Yeah, it's good. I um, love Melbourne. Yeah, same. Moving on to the next question. What is your favorite quote? Ooh, <laughs> my favorite quote. That's a th- that's funny. Like, uh, if you ask Hayden that question, he would come back to you with like a million different quotes. Um, Hayden Hayden loves the quote, and I can't say it word for word, but it's like actually, I can't even say it all now. Um, I can't, see, that's the thing. I just, about the negative and positive yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, yeah. a neg- like you know, having a, a negative experience is in fact is a positive. Itself, yeah, it is yeah. Itself a positive experience, but uh, you know, expecting a positive experience is actually a negative experience. Obviously, it's worded better than that, but uh, that fun that idea and fundamental is pretty cool. But I I like I I have a quote that I always tell myself, um, and I was telling I used to tell myself uh, during school. When things got tough, I used to tell myself we would fi- we're, we're going to figure it out because we always do, um, and that basically derived from you know the, all the times in the past that I'd be like, you know, holy moly, I I I am in a situation here where you know I've got assignments due tomorrow, and um, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get 
this stuff done. I'm stressing out hard. And then I just remind myself, well, we're going to figure it out because we always have in the past. Uh, we always do. So yeah, I kind of tell myself that whenever I'm, I'm stressing and that's kind of helped me uh, move forward in life. Yep. Um, interesting. Sorry if I don't sound like I'm listening. I found that when I was editing my own podcast, because while you're listening, you, this is to the listeners in case you think that I'm not taking it in. I am taking it in. It's because often when you're listening and I've got these all these bunch of questions and timelines I need to stick to for the podcast, I'm I'm listening, but I'm also preparing for the next thing. So yep. this is if you feel that I'm not engaging as much as I should be, that's the reason. And anyway, next question. Who is your favorite YouTuber? Um, I'll, <laughs> It's going to sound funny, but I swear to God, Mike, Hayden, and Liam are my favorite, three favorite YouTubers, honestly. Um, one, first of all, I know them personally, but before I knew them personally, I was watching their stuff. The first ever video that I watched was Hayden's was when he did that uh, product photography with the watch and the smoke machine. And I was oh, like, yeah. who is this guy? Like, he's, he's very engaging. He knows how to tell a story, subscribed instantly. And um, I was watching Mike and Liam when they started out on YouTube, uh, but I was following them before that. And then the stars aligned and before I knew it, they were actually coming into my work office and then we started getting along and now we're friends. And so like nothing's changed in terms of like who I enjoy watching. It's still the boys, probably even more so now that I actually speak to them. I actually have an impact on, on the videos that they make. I provide them advice and they do the same for me. So definitely uh, my favorite YouTubers. Yes, I'm very close to agreeing with you there as well, I found. And it's funny, you had a very similar approach to... um. Liam's approach in terms of what like Liam was like you know I hate to be biased but my favorite YouTubers are probably Hayden and Mike yeah like it's I mean they're just amazing I love watching them they're just awesome they're just very good at telling stories Hayden actually went to university to uh learn how to do videography and within uh that that year's course they taught him how to tell a story which is probably one of the most important things I reckon he's learned because as you as you can probably identify but not instantly a lot of his videos actually follow a you know start middle and end and having that kind of what's going to happen uh oh my god is it going to happen suspense he's really good at doing that and then this is the outcome uh just human nature really enjoys that kind of uh, process and that's why his videos is really good and as a result he's really successful yeah agree but i totally agree he's got a I've always wondered how he was so talented with telling a story. Yeah, he, that is why. Yeah, so he went to, he learned it in uni. That's... He, he learned it. Plus, he's also passionate about it. So, you know, you take my passionate, um, my, my passion for graphic design, you apply that to videography and storytelling and, you know, you get Hayden. You know, that's the kind of, it's just he's playing to his strength. He loves it. He lives and breathes it. And so if he's going to put his mind to it, he's also a very motivated person, by the way um he's yeah he's he's gonna succeed and that's the same goes for anyone if you love what you do that's why when people say if you if you work in a job and you love what you do then you're not gonna work a day at all you know what i mean and that's the ultimate that's the ultimate goal bro yeah agree um so we're gonna do two more before we wrap things up and the first one is who's your favorite podcaster um i don't listen to too many podcasts i wish i did because they're actually really really informative and knowledge is just you know something that you can't get enough of 
but I do listen to um, uh, Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, here and there, he gets some really interesting people on, like uh, Elon Musk and um, Dan Bilzerian. Uh, I've listened to some really interesting people, yeah, talk to him, and he asks some amazing questions, and he really engages really well and provides an interesting opinion um, and perspective towards a lot of topics, which I really enjoy. So, what about what about you? Do you have any uh, interesting podcasts? Okay, um, I, I I have to be a bit biased here. My I've got three podcasters that I like and um, one her name's Eva Cartman she's a American girl she's a year younger than me and wow. I get quite inspired from her she's done like 180 episodes almost does it daily and she, she um she's interviewed like some amazing people she's interviewed Kobe Bryant sadly um really a couple of years ago she's interviewed the the guy I forgot his name that he does all these tutorials when he's up in space on like the like up in the space videos. tutorial like space videos. I want to watch no, that. No, like he's in space and he he shows how they brush their teeth and. Oh, like, okay, I don't think I've seen that name. channel, but. I forgot his name, but he he's a he's been to the moon. That's that that I know. Been to the moon. Uh, I think I think he's been to the moon. I wouldn't know. And what he's got a YouTube channel. No, he, he does it on NASA, so he's like a massive. It's um, it's pretty insane. It, oh, okay. I, it it stumbles on my recommended page, and then I watch it, and then okay. it becomes interesting. Okay, so you're inspired by her. Yeah, because I just like the way that she's young, like me, and just you know grinding, getting the best. Yeah, it's amazing. You know? Yeah, it's fantastic. Good on you. Good on you, both of yeah. you. <laughs> my second one would have to be my mum's podcast because. That's who I got inspired to start oh, my go. podcast. Oh, that's, that's awesome to hear that your mom does it as well and she's inspired you. Yeah. And my third, it's kind of close. Yeah, this is kind of funny. I've listened to half an episode. You know Tom Nosh? Oh, I forgot his last name. Tom say his last name. Yeah. Yeah. He started a podcast recently and it's actually kind of interesting. I lis- interesting. I listened to about 10 minutes of it and it was really good. So yeah. I went to, I went to primary school, school with Tom. Oh, yeah, that's how you know. You guys all kind of connect. Yeah, we and Tom went to uh, Brighton Primary together. He was in the year above me. But, um, yeah, he went to Brighton Grammar. And so he, he just turned out to be an amazing photographer and videographer now. But he's very, very good at speaking. Um, he loves to provide his opinion. And he's very, um yeah, he's just, uh, what's, what's, what's the word? Obviously, he's very topical. And he's very, uh, he, he pronounces, no, he doesn't pronounce his words. He knows how to just, talk to do a podcast on your own is something that i don't reckon i could do but he's just yeah, very same. good at it you know what i mean what, what kind of when you listen to him do you do you realize that uh the words that he says the way that he leads on to he's very well spoken well spoken yeah there you go yeah uh, really well there you go that's awesome the joy inspiration from those guys yeah um so it's we'll do we'll do one more because i think we have the time for that i don't know if you're like Hayden, but what is your favorite book? Ooh, I kind of stopped reading around the age of 14, 15. Um, I used to read like, I wouldn't, don't want to call them kiddie books, but my favorite series is probably Aragon, the Aragon series. Uh, yeah. I used to love dragons when I was a kid. And so I read that whole series and that was a pretty big book. Um, you know, at that age, 13, um, oh, a few books. And yeah, I really liked that, but I stopped reading. I just stopped reading. Do you, do you read? I, you have, 
like for our school you need to read like 20 minutes a night or whatever um so i'm i'm i don't really love reading but i still kind of love it because when you get into a good book it becomes so good yeah so so i'm i'm my mum my mum's a big reader so i'm and dad so i'm trying to they're trying to convince me to stay reading and i kind of like it not gonna lie yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd encourage you to keep reading. Um, as you go through school, you'll start to read some uh, very interesting books that pose some very interesting topics and ideas. Uh, I remember reading a book called um, Animal Farm uh, in like year nine. And it was about, uh, it was basically like a metaphorical situation about Russia and their uh the communist situation at the time but just basically played through animals um it was and and i I had to analyze it completely and um you know (laughs) they really make you look at read these books and obviously i didn't enjoy it as much because it seemed like a chore at the time but looking back on it now there's um there's you definitely learn a lot of things out of reading books so i'd encourage you to stick with it for as long as you can yeah for sure i'm gonna Stick with it. I, I love reading when you get into a good book. It's good. Um. Anyway, one last thing before we say goodbye to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone that you think would suit this style of podcasting that you reckon would suit my podcast that you could get me in contact with? Um, I could, I could try get you in contact with Janine if you wanted to. No, nah, I'm. I've already got Janine lined up. So. So she's already lined up. Yeah. My mom knows her well, so it's, that's, that's awesome. That's fantastic. I, who else? I like. I've got friends that I know would be able to provide you with a lot of value in terms of like, um, you know, they do YouTube and stuff. I've got a friend called Riley. He does. He's a gaming YouTuber. Um, he he's a very smart smart man, and uh, he'll be able to provide a lot of value. But just in terms of like, what are you looking for? I'm kind of looking for. So I've already had couple photographers now you graphic designer a chef um so my goal if but in the podcast i don't think i've told you is to kind of like to get um how do i how do i phrase it like to so young kids around my age can learn from jobs that they'll one day like dream of doing so they can learn what a good how how they did it if yeah you know what I mean. yeah interesting so riley he sounds pretty interesting right right is an interesting person um you'd have to make sure you tell him to keep it pg because sometimes he doesn't know where the line is but um he's he's a very smart person he's he's janine's um son Uh uh-huh yeah oh so then i'll probably um you could do it you could do a father father mother combo oh that'd actually be really good and then have my mum on the podcast yeah actually that's a that's an interesting one i might i might do one day if you want me to mention it to him uh let me know yeah, awesome. And that's it for the podcast, guys. If you've made it this far, I just want to say a massive thank you for tuning in. If you're listening on iTunes or the podcast app, which you're most likely listening to, please, um, honestly, I'd prefer if you do a five-star review, but please review it honestly. Give the stars, write a review, because it helps me get on leaderboards and whatever so I can get more people watching, be able to inspire more people. Um, yeah, anyway, thanks, Chris, for joining. And um, no worries at all. We'll see you guys in the next episode. We out.